Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Welcome aboard our Grey Cup World Cup opening weekend edition for Tech Talk. We're live with you on Saturday, November 19th, 2022. And because the Seahawks are playing elsewhere, we are back with you with a repeat broadcast on Sunday afternoon, the 20th. Plus, we'll also have a podcast for you as well. So much to talk about this weekend. Thanks for joining me, making it all work. I'm Brian Pavlich, it's your Tech Talk producer. And we have somebody new joining us. Some of you know him already. Actually, I'm going to... I'm going to get Siri to, to introduce our special guest today. Hey, Siri, introduce our guest. I have to press the button first. There we go. Oh, works out. Works better if Alan gets his phone. Hi, everyone. I'm Siri, the digital assistant inside your iPhone and other Apple devices. Thank you, Alan, for giving me the honor of introducing everyone to a new voice on Tech Talk. His name is Tofi Haruk. Some of you know Tofi from his time at Shaw and Mayfair Center, where he made a lot of people very happy by helping them save money on new smartphones, faster internet, better TV boxes, and lower bills. Tofi is now in a new job, but I'm happy to report that he's also now able to make house calls to help you set up and use a smartphone or smartwatch. Welcome, Tofi, to Tech Talk on CFAX 1070. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. Thank I, you, Siri. What a phenomenal introduction. I embarrassed him. There you go. Glad to have you here. I wish all the v- listeners could see my blushing face right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you will see Tofi's non-blushing face along with his contact info in the show notes at shownotes.ca. We've referred so many people there to you and so many people have called in on the show from time to time saying how helpful you were. So now you get to go out and join us in doing that. I'm super appreciative. Thank you, Alan. I- Super thankful. And perfect timing too, Brian, with Black Friday coming up. I think this is going to be a banner one for smartphone sales in particular. Yes, we're seeing some some great deals already, and so it's going to be great to have Tofi's advice on what we should be looking for. Yeah, and in fact, he's done that. I gave him some homework. (laughs) (laughs) Listeners get homework with the radio show with a note, so I... Tofi did some as well. So what we've done for you, if you take a look at the show notes, on the left, for most of you, when you're looking at the notes, you see all the dates of the previous shows. You'll also see another column where we put specific notebooks. So you will see two new ones. Well, three new ones. You'll see Black Friday 2022. Tell you about that in a sec. You'll also see two that Tofi has created, smartphone buying tips and then Android tips because that's the one area that Brian and I are not as up to speed on, Tofi, is Android phones. And so y- you are cross-platform. Yes, I use multiple devices. I'm what do you t- got in front of you now? Right now I have a Galaxy Z Fold 3. Yeah. Whoa. And, and then I have a 12 Pro Max. So I like keeping the iPhone for the Apple Watch because you can't use the Apple Watch with an Android. But then yeah. I like staying on top of my Android Yes, I do have an Android phone, um, but I just oh, haven't yes. had a chance to update it, and so it's there so I can answer questions for people. Right. So I can play around for half an hour and find the answer, because it takes half an hour to find the answer. Sophie <laughs> yes. knows. Anyway, so if you, if you have an Android phone, because I've always felt bad, Brian, in the last while, we tend to focus so much on iPhones and iPads. Absolutely, yeah. They're so much easier to learn for people that are getting into it. But, so, Tofi, thank you. So, we're going to go through, as we work our way through the show, we're going to go through Tofi's Android tips. But if you have one and want to grab it now, you can download it. Uh, It's there for you. And you can just simply download it. It's tinyurl.com slash android hyphen tips. I've put that into the show notes at the top of it. And because so many people are going to be buying smartphones, Tofi, we thought we would come up with some tips on how to help you decide because it's a lot of pressure. Yep. When you get to the store and you've decided and they say, what do you want? And uh, 
you know, exactly. so many different factors. And when we actually sat down to, when you started writing this, there were things we hadn't really thought of that we just sort of took for granted. Yeah. You know, things like how big a screen, how good is the camera, how long will the battery last, wireless charging, does it have an eSIM? Yeah, what time of the year you're buying the phone, right? Yeah, outright of carrier plan, do I need 5G? Mm-hmm. Should I buy a case and a screen protector? So, Tofi's top dozen tips there, Baker's dozen, are all there in the show notes, and we'll go through those. And the other thing is Black Friday. Brian, Ron Fraser is going to join us next weekend for our Black Friday show. Oh, yes, excellent. But that'll be the day after. Right. And so by then, as Ricky pointed out last week, a lot of the things may be sold out. So I've already started uh, the Black Friday page where I'm putting in all the items. Nobody pays us to put anything in there. They don't even know we... Well, I think they know, but they find out about it when people come in and say, I saw it on the notes. (laughs) So if you find any really good deals, please do reach out to me as well. And I will will put those into the notes as well for you. But right now, they're all listed in today's today's notes because there are some stores that are already offering the Black Friday prices, and they've guaranteed that the prices will not go any lower. Yes, they're trying to spread out the chaos. Yeah, and as Ricky said, you can buy it now, and then you avoid the the chaos of doing that. Some really good prices in there. So that's all in there. We'll talk about that, but also a few other things going on out there. It's a crazy busy weekend. The 2022 FIFA World Cup begins in Qatar on Sunday, with Canada playing its first game on Wednesday. Over the next 29 days, teams from 32 countries will compete for the World Cup. So I anticipated, Tofi, that people were going to ask us, how do I watch? Because a lot of people, despite your best urgings when you were at Shaw, they've cut the cord and they no longer have a cable subscription. Absolutely. So the good news is, here in Canada, you can watch every World Cup game live on one of the five TSN channels, or on RDS en Francais, if you have cable. If you don't have cable... They will be all streamed on the TSN or RDS app, and all you need is a $20 a month subscription. And you can just sign up for the month. Exactly. And it's 30 days from the time you sign up. So the fact that the games start near the end of the month, you're not going to get dinged twice when we get into December. Totally. So all of Canada's matches, plus some other high-profile matches, and the finals will also be broadcast on CTV. Yeah, and that subscription is really cool. It gives you access to watching the games on your mobile app, tablet, yeah. computer, any device yeah. really. You can just stream it to your TV at the same time yeah. as well. So there's your option. If you've got cable, then you can do it on TSN. If you don't have cable, you can put the TSN Direct. Most smartphones, uh, well, well, you can put it on a smartphone. Most smart TVs, Brian, have the TSN uh, Direct app there. Or if not, you would go to the Apple App Store on an Apple TV, or you'd go to the manufacturer's app store, whether it's LG, Samsung, Sony, and you would get it. It may not show up natively. Sure, but TSN's pretty universal. Most of the operating systems will have access to that. Yeah, yeah they'll have access to it. It's not there natively on a lot of sets. The sets made in the last year, I think it's... Yeah, my LG TV with WebOS just got an update for TSN. Yeah. got its exclusive up. Cass yeah. and I just downloaded it. So Okay, so that's really good. Oh, by the way, speaking of uh, things on your TV, so the links to what we're talking about there with the uh, Qatar World Cup, that's item number 10 in the show notes at shownotes.ca. But uh, Shaw has quietly added Disney Plus, Brian, to the home menu on Shaw TV and Shaw Stream TV boxes. Okay. So you can just press that little blue microphone button and say, Open Disney Plus or watch Disney Plus. Yep. 
And they're also offering free access for a limited time to Fiber Plus subscribers who are on a Shaw two-year value plan. Oh, that's great. So yep. wearing your previous hat, if somebody's not on a two-year value plan, this like, is... Yeah. yeah, good reason to get on one. Yes, because not only do you get this, but also then you are locked in when the Rogers Shaw soap opera finally... Comes to an end. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever that is. There are a couple of new updates on that that we'll talk about as well. I've put them in to items 17 and 18 on the show notes. Uh, a couple of things we'll go through throughout the show here. We have the Collins Word of the Year, the Collins mm-hmm. Dictionary people. And Scrabble has also added about 500 words to its official dictionary. I really must tell you, I felt kind of dumb when I looked through a lot of these because, okay, they were new ones for me. I had to learn them. So, there we go. So, we'll take a quick break. We'll open up the phone lines, texts, and emails while we're live on Saturday morning. 250-386-1161. Star 1070 on a mobile phone. 1070-10 by text. 107010. Please include your first name somewhere in that text. And especially while Tofi is here, if you want any advice on what smartphone to get or not get, then you can take a look at his smartphone buying tips, but we'll start going through those as we work through our way through the show. So much else to talk about. And also you can email us at techtalk, T-E-C-H-T-A-L-K, at cfax1070.com. Back after this. 17 after the hour on Tech Talk for Grey Cup World Cup opening weekend. Yes, Grey Cup is on on Sunday afternoon. It is also on TSN and RDS. So if you wanted to, if you don't have cable, but you wanted to watch that, if you got that subscription, Brian, for the World Cup package, it's just a subscription to everything on TSN Direct. Yep. But then that would give you the the Grey Cup as well. Excellent. Both types of football. It's a good month to, to have that subscription. <laughs> yes, exactly. There we go. Okay. So, Tofi, let's go through a couple of these. Um, let's start with some smartphone buying tips as we head into Black Friday season. Where do you want to start? Yeah, let's start at number one. So, iPhone or Android? Oh, boy. <laughs> That's a can of worms. Yeah, definitely a tough decision. What do you tell people when they say, I've never had a smartphone before, what should I get? I typically ask them what devices um, people in their, in their life are using, mm-hmm. i.e. close friends or family. The people that you would communicate with. Exactly. and Because that adds convenience to you. Because when, if, they, if your family has iPhones, then you can use FaceTime and iMessage and all those things. Exactly. Yeah. You're getting a lot of those features integrated with Android, but the convenience you get with using the same platform as one of your friends or family also comes with troubleshooting, right? Yeah. Something were to go wrong, you could just ask a friend or family yeah. member and they may have gone through the same thing before. Or even if it's not a question of things going wrong, Brian, it's just how do I? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't have that phone. I still, sometimes Juna still schools me. We both have the <laughs> iPhones and she's like, what, you don't know how to do this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, so yeah, it's it's always helpful to have friends running the same devices. Yeah, well, as Tofi prepared this list, I was learning, you know, new things and double checking because things sometimes change as well. I mean, yeah. when people ask me in general terms, I say iPhones are easier to learn and much more secure and private. But on the other hand, Android phones can be bought for much less money for people that are not going to use them for a whole lot more exactly. than phone calls and texting. 100%. The other thing I always tell people when you're buying a phone, it's going to open new doors for you, especially if it's your first smartphone. So try not to buy based on what you're doing now. Yeah. Because once you discover that even as simple as you can take really good pictures and videos... That might be something you really love doing. Yeah. Maybe you've just had a flip phone up to now. 
Yeah. Once you discover you're doing this, and the and then you go, oh, but those aren't really that good, <laughs> because you bought a hundred dollar Android phone thinking that that was going to be, you know. Sure. And then once you discover that you can buy stuff on Amazon and you can make your airline reservations and things like that, then you're going to want a phone that's going to perform a little faster. So try to base it on what you might do. I don't see anyone ever doing less on their phone as yeah. time goes by. It's always yeah. more. Yeah, try to calculate what kind of investment you want to make with your phone. So now the other uh, giant one that I know you get asked a lot, new or used? I've always been a used guy just because of the experience I've had with the manufacturers mm-hmm. in, a, in a warranty situation. Oh, yeah. Whether that be Apple or Google, they've always been amazing with me, so it's tough. Um, I've bought used as well and haven't had a... Um, haven't heard, there have been no horror stories for me, thankfully, but I've heard of them before. Yeah, we hear them a lot. <laughs> call in on this show. So the thing about buying used is you don't know where it's been. You don't know if the phone might have suffered water damage. Yep. If it's had a hard drop, that might be more visible. But if the case was in there, things like the water damage is the big one. Now, that's hopefully not an issue if you're getting a used iPhone from a relative. Exactly. They would hopefully tell you if they drowned it in their purse when the water, <laughs> when the water bottle leaked. What it's been through, yeah. Probably the bigger one, though, is um, how old the phone is if you're buying it used. Yeah, how many updates it's going to be receiving after the fact, yep. Because technology has advanced so far that, on average, tech advances render an iPhone obsolete in about six years. That's about four years on average for an Android phone. Yeah. So if you're buying it, yeah. So even if it was a great phone and it's been immaculately maintained, Brian, if you're buying an Android phone from somebody that's and it's three years old, you basically have another year and then. Yeah, and I and and your performance is declining there. Like your battery life is declining, um, and it's just going to be behind. I know when when I was buying Android phones, and I, I typically live two years if I can. Three years is pushing it for me because I really noticed in that third year mm-hmm. a decline so if you're buying into that point you're just i don't know the investment just doesn't seem good yeah now on an iphone you can check the battery performance by going to settings battery battery health on an android phone if somebody wants to sell you an android phone and it otherwise checks out and looks good is there a way to check the battery health google's implemented some um a similar software on their pixel phones but there isn't something that's unified across android yet okay so that would be one of the issues there and all the things we're going through, these are all in Tofi's smartphone buying tips that you'll find in the show notes on a separate note uh, on there. And I've put a link directly to that separate note into today's show notes as well. Item number, I moved it. It's there. <laughs> da, 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 da. Item number 12 there. So how much storage capacity? Typically the... Uh the sweet spot's 64 gigabytes for Android phones. That's what Google recommends for its operating system mm-hmm. to run comfortably. For, for somebody who likes taking pictures or having some music downloaded on their phone, doubling that. Doubling that to 128. Yep. What if I find a really good deal on a phone that's got 32 gigs? It's really tough to suggest that now, only because your operating system's going to be running at around yep. 15 to 20 gigs, right? That's going to be a budget phone. Yes. So And so that means, aside from the fact that you're going to have way less storage, it's probably all going to have way less camera, and it's probably going to have a weak processor there. Yeah, absolutely. So to- that's sort of a warning sign if you see 32 gigs, not only is, totally aside from the capacity, which is cut in half, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be a budget phone, and so when you actually compare the pictures side by side. Yeah, and those phones typically know where they're at in the in the segment. Yep. You find they'll, ha- they'll come with micro SD card slots and things like that to accommodate. Yep. 
We'll talk more about that as we continue, but want to make sure people on the phone don't get kept waiting. Hi, Ed. Welcome to Tech Talk. Yes, good morning, fellas. Hi. <clears throat> Quick question, hopefully. I, I have a, a, an iPhone 13 Pro Max. Nice. And I have, and I have a, an Apple Watch uh, version 7. One of the things I notice is, um, of course, I have them, them paired. When I get a phone call and I answer it on the phone, the watch continues to ring. And it'll ring maybe 10 or 15 times. Oh, even while you're still already talking to the person? While I'm talking to the person on the phone. Okay, over to you, Tofi. Yeah, that's something that actually uh, was something I experienced a lot when I first got my phones. Ed, can you make sure the both the, the software on the watch and the iPhone is completely up to date? That was something I suffered from quite a bit, and then I had updated the software on both, and it seemed to have fixed it. I wasn't sure if... No, I my both both apparatuses are up to date with the Completely latest. Completely up to date, hey. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. What I used to struggle with a lot is getting the duplicate notifications on my phone and watch. So what you could do is actually set it to only show up on one ring on one or the other if you have the watch on. So at this moment in time, mm-hmm. if I'm wearing my watch right. and I get a call, my watch will be the one that rings and I can silence it quickly. Where is that setting? That would be in the actual watch setting in the iPhone. Okay, so you'd go to the Apple Watch app on your iPhone, Ed. Right. And, and then Tofi's going to... This is exactly what we're talking at the beginning of the show. These things that... They, they move these settings around from time to time. Tofi is scrolling through his Apple Watch app to see if he can find where that setting is. So that's it. Um, the other... I don't know if you've tried this, Ed, but... While you're talking to the caller that you answered on your phone and the watch is still ringing, what happens if you tap don't answer or answer on the Apple Watch? Does that affect the call you've already answered on the phone? I, I haven't tried those two. The one I did try was, was the, uh, the, um, the red, red button to hang up. Yeah. And, and, of course, it hung up my phone. Okay, it did hang up your phone, so that's not the answer. Maybe try the... Try the green button, or put your hand, putting putting his hand on the Apple Watch, Tofi? Yeah, but it shouldn't continuously ring once he answers the phone. That was something that they, they were trying to fix in one of the recent updates. So yeah. if you go into the watch app on your iPhone, Ed, yeah. and you scroll down, you're going to notice a bunch of apps are listed there, and I want you to find phone. It's typically right. under the noise above photos there. And what setting do you have listed there? Is it mirror my phone or custom? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't have the phone in front of me. Oh, you don't have the phone in front of me. No problem. No problem at all. So I'll tell you what. Hold on. Uh, I'm going to get Brian to to grab your number. Yeah, Ed, we'll get back to you. Yeah. Tofi will give you a call after the the show finishes. And then you can text me and let me know what the answer is for anybody else. Because I can see that that would be... That would be annoying because that sort of uh, offsets the convenience of having the watch and, and not the phone if you've got both on you. So Yeah, we want to make sure it is mirroring your phone. So as long as the setting in your watch app is yep. configured to mirror your phone, as soon as you answer on your phone, it'll yep. stop ringing on the watch. Okay, so Ed, hold on. We'll get that answer and we'll see if we can find that out. Okay, here's a text for you from Mandy. Hi, Mandy. Thanks for texting. Good morning, tech team. Which phone would you suggest for a YouTube channel? Just voice, no pictures will be uploaded. So she wants to watch YouTube in particular on it. Well, that actually ties in your mind reader, Mandy, because item number four on Tofi's um, tips for smartphone buying is how big a screen. That's part of this. Right. So if your vision isn't as good as you wish, wish it was, consider paying more to get a phone with a bigger screen. 
Absolutely. I'm a big screen fanatic, to, to be honest, just because I spend so much time on my phone watching YouTube videos. Yeah. You want a phone that's going to fit in your pocket, which is a challenge for women, because a lot of fashions are still playing catch-up. There's still a lot of women's uh, pants that don't have pockets. Yeah, more I, women's cargo pants, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, <laughs> and you'll it. find that they are changing. If you, go to a, if you go to a store like MEC or Eddie Bauer or something like that, you'll find that a lot of women's, even dress more dress casual pants they now if they don't have a pocket in the back mm-hmm. where guys do they will have one down on the thigh on the side okay yeah. because then it's also easier to reach for the phone if you're sitting all so. the things you learn on tech talk <laughs> yeah, yeah i was talking i was talking i was in all oh, this is like a year ago even i was in at mountain equipment co-op mec mm-hmm. and there was a lady that had just got her first smartphone she was in her I'm guessing, late 60s, quite okay. active and healthy. And the fellow that was helping her, he said, yes, he goes, this is changing just this year. And this is a year ago. He said, we're seeing that a lot of that now. And he said, even if you go to the Bay or someplace like that, you'll find that there is a lot more yep. um, new fashion now that has the pocket in either place. Hmm. I guess the other problem with phone size often is hand size. Yeah. <laughs> if you can manage to hold the phone, like the phablets. Yeah, or purse size, typically. Like yes. If a woman's going to be carrying the phone in her purse, how big her purse is. Exactly. But no, if you've got small hands, the bigger phone yeah. is easier. But but it is really something. So in your case, Mandy, um, regardless of what we would suggest, when you go to the place where you're going to get your phone, actually hold it in your hand mm-hmm. and imagine doing the things you want to do. The thing that I always say for the larger screen, and we're not talking about ginormous we're just talking like the, the six inch as opposed to the five and a half. You're going to be pinching and zooming a lot. Take, we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back with lots more. So especially while Tofi's here, uh, if you've got any questions about smartphones or smart watches, it doesn't have to be Apple Watch. He's your guy that can answer those questions. When we come back, we will also go through some of his uh, top 10 Android tips and how you can test Apple's new groundbreaking emergency SOS via satellite service. Stay with us. Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. As we continue on our Grey Cup World Cup opening weekend edition for 2022, if you're just tuning in, a new voice to some of you, Tofi Haruk, he is a smartphone and smartwatch tech tutor. He was for a long time at Shaw Mobile in Mayfair, but has moved on to another business-oriented job now. But that gives gives you time to go out and tutor people. Thanks for having me, Alan. I really appreciate it. And Brian Pavlicic is here keeping us on the straight and narrow as best that <laughs> is possible here. Okay, here's a really good one for you. We were talking about carrying it in your back pocket. Debbie texted in, are there health concerns re-carrying your cell phone in your pocket close to your body? It's tough. It's tough. The big one, the biggest one, and experts have said this, is it's putting it close to your brain for long periods of time. If you're going to chat to your mom for an hour or your best bud, put it on speakerphone, Mm -hmm. take it away from your head, or use wireless earbuds. You don't want it pressed up against your brain. Yeah. I suppose if... I mean, we have an entire generation, Brian, that's been carrying cell phones in their back pocket for... Right. Yeah, you'd think we would see more effects. I know um, Juno did a bit of a review of the research, and I don't remember all of it, but there was some effect. So I've been trying to carry it less around my waist, you know, near your... Uh, yeah. I can't go avoid saying the genital region. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. And then on your head, and I mean, the AirPods are the answer for that almost every single t- call I take exactly. on the AirPods. Yeah, and if you don't want to use uh, earphones for that, then just put it on speakerphone as long as you're not on the bus. Yes, yes. To everybody. That's yep. a, 
public service announcement. Please don't talk on speakerphone when you're shopping in the grocery store. I see it. It's amazing how often I see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's okay to talk on speakerphone with your partner to say, which yogurt did you want me to buy? That's fine, but please don't have the personal conversation about why you're going to kill your brother-in-law because you're driving <laughs> you crazy, et cetera, et cetera, things like that. Uh, yeah. That sounds a little close to home. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, whatever. Just, you know. Uh, but yeah, you hear those conversations. You're sitting there, you're buying leaf, and you hear somebody talking about the woes with their boyfriend. And that you know, with person their probably doesn't know they're on speaker in public. That's yeah. the problem often. You're like, I had my friends accidentally reveal to a huge group that they were pregnant. Yeah, that's the sad reality. <laughs> when they went oh, wow. to be telling one person. So. Oh, wow. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you can tell on the other end that it's not, but the phones are so good nowadays that they're not. Uh, please yeah. feel free to give us a, a call while Tofi is here in studio, 250-386-1161 on Saturday morning on a home phone or star 1070 on a mobile phone. Okay, so that sort of ties in her question there about, about the size there. So the other one that goes with is how good is the camera? This is a really important question if you plan to use your smartphone to take most, if not all, your pictures, not just on vacation, but around town. Yeah, the uh, I think there was a big misconception for a long time with the camera and not like bigger the megapixel, the better the quality you were going to get. That's right. part of it. Right. And that we, we kind of saw um, a standard come in line where 12 megapixels was the standard and then adding additional sensors, whether that be a telephoto or an ultra wide yeah. sensor to give you a little bit of variety when it came to taking a shot. Yeah. And this is the thing, when we talk about advances in technology, Brian, mm -hmm. year over year, this is one of the areas where we've seen the biggest advance. If I show you an iPhone 14 photo and the same photo on an iPhone 13, you will be able to see a noticeable difference, especially if you take it in low light. Absolutely. The iPhone 13 photo would be great. The iPhone 14 photo would be awesome. The iPhone 14 Pro would be spectacular. Yep. So for many of you, it's not that big a deal. But yep. if you're really shooting photos that you're going to blow up or you're going to put them up on the TV or this is going to be something you're going to do for work, try and spend as much, would be my suggestion, I'm curious to see what you think, but mine would be spend as much as your budget will allow. Absolutely. You're never going to say, oh, I should have spent a cheaper phone. Yeah. It's always the other way around. Oh, how come your pictures are better? <laughs> and it's not an Apple Android thing. They're so close to each other. That's what they are the, now. It's the ideal example of competition. Why we want competition? Because they push each other so much. Apple or Samsung would not be spending those millions and millions of dollars to get a slightly better camera if it wasn't for the fact that the other guys were going to be doing that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they have bragging rights on 100%. there. 100%. Always consider video recording, too. You'll yes. You'll, you'll be surprised at how much, uh, how great some of these phones are at taking video, especially yeah. the iPhones. They're phenomenal. So it's not just the quality of the camera and the image processor, but it's also what lenses it has. Exactly. Typically, you want the trio, the standard wide angle, and then you get the telephoto sensor that's for zooming, mm -hmm. and then you get the ultra-wide, and that gives you like a, a little bit of a fisheye effect, and it yeah. makes objects appear larger than they are. Yeah. Yeah, depending on... Yeah, so you can shoot macro, yep. which is like super close up, yes. but it also helps you get the whole picture of the whole room. Yes. Like if you were doing... Um, yeah, literally, if you're trying to decide where the couch is going to go or something like that. Or yeah, also, right. and this is worth doing in the store before you buy it, is also if you take a lot of selfies, especially if you take group selfies, mm -hmm. some people have shorter arms and they can't get all four people in the picture. Yeah. So they have to say, hey, can you take our picture? Well, if it's got the ultra-wide on the front as well as the back... That's a bonus. Then you can do it. But on some, the ultra-wide makes them all look slightly curved yeah. when you're doing that. So... 
think when you're in the store and don't be pressured into making a quick decision. That's what these tips are here for to sort of get you going through that. Though. But when you go with your shopping list to the phone, can can I can we take a selfie on this phone and yeah. actually? Oh, oh, I can't reach that far. Or oh, that right. looks great. And yeah. oh, do, do you have one that's got a wider lens because I'm always taking selfies with ten people, my hiking group, whatever. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Actually, do the things on the phone that that you're going to do. One thing I'd always say is you want your phone to be really good in a pinch. So you pull pull it out of your pocket, you take it to t- take a picture of something really quickly, and you want it just to work. You don't want to yes. have to finic with it. Exactly. Plus, you're going to miss the shot. Yeah, and that's sure. something that's important. About five years ago, when smartphones really started getting good, there was a National Geographic photographer, one of their best, and he went and got commissioned by National, and he went and did castles in Scotland. He didn't mm-hmm. tell anybody, but every single photo was taken on an iPhone. Yeah. And the professional photographers of the world went nuts on him, saying, how dare you? And he said, well, look at the photos. Yeah. The photos speak for themselves. And he had the famous quote. He goes, the best camera in the world is the one you have with you. Love that. If yes. you're going for a hike and you didn't take your digital SLR because you were going for a hike and you missed that moment, well, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's gone. You may have a $5,000 camera. It doesn't matter. You didn't bring it. You brought the one in your pocket. Oh, it's so. all true, too yeah. true for me. <laughs> I yeah. often save my shoulder from lugging a camera and just take my phone, and that's 99% of the time now. Yeah, but now it's not just take your phone because the phones have become so good. So, yeah, please do think about that, and but literally check. And get try a low-light photo. You know, it's, yeah, a, it's okay to sit there and get them to open a closet door at the store where there's no <laughs> lights inside and take a picture and see if you can see what's inside it. Yep. Some yep. phones will go, whoa, really? That's like having night vision. Others go, eh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it depends what you're going to do. Some people say, I don't care. I'm never going to take a photo. I'm just going to text. Okay, that's fine. But a lot of people are, and we don't want you to have buying regret when you when you do this. So. Yeah, absolutely. The other one there, number six. And again, if you're just tuning in, Tofi has created this list of his smartphone buying tips. Feel free to download it and share it. Maybe you've already got a phone, you're really happy, but you know somebody who's going to be buying one for Black Friday or whenever. Then this is really good to email them and do it. It's in a separate tab on our Tech Talk show notes called Smartphone Buying Tips. And in today's show notes for November 19th, 20th, you'll see it's there as item number 12 with a specific tiny URL link there. So number six, how long will the battery last? Yeah, this is a huge pain point for a lot of clients, right? Because your phone is on you all day long, Mm -hmm. and then you're out and out, and then you get the indicator telling you that you have a low battery, and you need to frantically figure out how you're going to charge it because you're going to be out for the next four hours. So here's here's the acronym for you. Little M, big A, little H. M-A-H, which stands for? Milliamp hours. Your smartphone battery should have a capacity of minimum. Typically, we'd say the standard nowadays is about 4,000 milliamp hours. Yep. Um, Companies like Apple are so good at integrating their software and everything and their hardware together that they can get away with having smaller batteries so like an iphone 11 i think is closer in the 38 3300 milliamp hours yeah but its battery life is pretty phenomenal just because of the screen and the os and the efficiency there and that's one of the things about getting a bigger screen if that's what you want because Mm -hmm. then the phone is bigger so it's got room for a bigger battery so as a bonus then they do that those things always go hand in hand that's great so 4500 4000 4500 if you want it to be usable all day more if you anticipate using it a lot Okay, Trent, stay on the phone line. We'll take a quick break. We'll take your question about smartwatches when we come back. Texts, phone calls, emails, they're all welcome on Saturday morning while we're live on Tech Talk for Grey Cup World Cup opening weekend. 
17 before the hour on Tech Talk for Grey Cup weekend. Hey Siri, where will the Grey Cup be played? The Blue Bombers is playing the Argonauts in the 109th Grey Cup at Mosaic Stadium in Regina, Saskatchewan. <laughs> okay, there's an American pronunciation. Uh, Regina, no? Regina. <laughs> yes. China, there you go. Yes, 3.30 p.m. on Sunday. If you're listening to us to our Sunday rebroadcast, then the whole show will be there. But Brian will do his magic and make a podcast for you anyway. Back to the phone lines on Tech Talk and Trent. Hi, Trent. Good morning, everybody. How's everyone doing? Awesome, thanks. Good, How about you? Good. Oh, it's sunny out. You got to love it. <laughs> it's cold. Um, this, this is more of a public service announcement about smartwatches. Yes. So the it. other day I was driving along, come to a red light, and it's a long red light. And this young lady beside me, she's busy tapping on her smartwatch. And I'm pretty sure it was a smartwatch because she tapped it several times, put it to her mouth, started talking, and then put it to her ear and back and forth. <laughs> while we were at uh, the red light. Oh. So I was querying it. I decided to phone the uh, local Saanich police, and they said, yes, that is distracted driving, and you can get a ticket for it. Yes, they actually had to amend the statute to include smartwatches, not just smartphones. Yep. It's yeah. okay to use it, but not if you are putting it up to your face or your ear that's where it crosses that line Tofi. exactly but she always. shouldn't be she shouldn't have had to have been putting it up to her ear very bizarre unless she's got the windows down in the summertime and the highway noise otherwise it should be loud enough well there's another thing for buying a smartwatch make mm-hmm. sure you check the volume of the smartwatch absolutely yeah, yeah that's a really good point trent yeah because she <laughs> should be able to do it yeah yep Thanks for that. And Thanks for the also, PSA. If you, have, if you have to use your phones, people, pull off the road. Yeah. Yeah, I do a lot of phone calls. Um, people will call me while I'm driving to and from Sydney, things like that, you know, with tech rescues and hijacks and things. And if I've got to use any brain power other than yes, no, do this, then I'll say, hold on, let me pull over on the side of the road, and then you have my full brain instead of... 80% brain. Yeah, I notice that's hard too when I'm driving and having these calls. So something will happen in traffic and all of a sudden I lose where I am in the call and you just realize how much you're juggling both. And yeah. that's with hands-free even. Yeah. 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 Especially yeah. a car player. I use hands-free apps. a lot mm-hmm. because I use Siri to text people or to call. If I'm going visiting a client, I will always call. Siri will tell me how long it's going to take me to get there and I'll call hands-free. Give or, an ETA. Yeah, or if somebody texts, then it goes bing. And then I have Siri read the text out loud. Yeah. You may not realize that you can do that. You can ask Siri to read the text out loud. I'm going to put an, uh, an update to the notes in there um, because we discovered a, a new feature to make Siri read out the screen. It's one of the things that, that Tovi's put into his Android tips. We found that Apple does have an answer that we didn't think was there, so, which ties us into uh, one other feature when you're buying a smartphone. Does it have wireless charging? This is number seven on, on Tovi's list of smartphone buying tips. Yeah, Always important, in my opinion, just be, because of where we're going with uh, the standards. Yeah, um, the, the standard is spelled QI. Yeah, Qi Wireless There you charging. go. So now you've learned another acronym today. So when you see that, and Apple resisted for the longest time. They wanted to develop their own, mm-hmm. but somebody had the point to pointing it out that, no, there's so many Android phones out there. We don't need to join the Qi Foundation, the, the, like the United Nations of Wireless Charging. Mm-hmm. So now they've pushed the standard up. Apple came up with the fast charging technology. Exactly. And now the others have adopted it. So, again, that's where the, it's still competition, but it's worked well. Yeah, and they've stepped it up you know, to another no- notch with uh, MagSafe. 
too. Yeah, so, really so let's go through that. So if I'm buying a new smartphone, particularly first smartphone, wireless charging, does it have it is question one. Yeah, typically you can tell um, the, bu- the way they've budgeted a lot of these phones, the $1 to $500 range smartphone won't have the wireless charging yeah. and won't come with the uh, IP rating typically, but then you go above that and you'll find the actual hardware will include the Qi, Qi pad and yeah. the capabilities. Yeah. So if they say, yes, this phone does have wireless charging, the next question is, does it have fast charging? Yeah, fast And again, you may charging. not care, mm-hmm. but if you're somebody who goes out and about and you're on a trip and you're going back to the hotel to have a shower and now your phone is run down, yeah. you can carry a battery with you, or mm-hmm. if it's got fast charging, put it on the charger mm-hmm. and hop in the shower. Yeah, and exactly. And 20 minutes, you're going to get another 80% charge out of it on if it's got fast charging. Yeah, yes. I think they're at the third generation fast yeah. wireless charging, so it's cool. Now, the other phrase you mentioned is for, so far, for Apple iPhones only, and that's MagSafe. Explain that. It's their integrated um, wireless. It's honestly like a puck. Mm-hmm. And they've had MagSafe on their Apple Watches for a few generations, and they just increased the size of the puck to make it, to allow it to just magnetically connect to the back of the phone. Yeah, it's pretty. Even if you have a case on it, the phone will go, yeah. and it snaps precisely into place, and the magnet holds it in place while it's charging. So it's not a question of it's going to slide off. No. When you're doing this, and you can get MagSafe battery packs as well. So then you put them on; they don't come apart in your pocket while you're doing it. Yeah, Again, I use one myself, and it works pretty well. And you can actually use the phone while it's connected to the MagSafe charger. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Again, you're getting up into the premium pricing, but. Some people say, I don't care about that. I just go, oh, really? I can do that. So, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. The next one is, uh, well, okay, we'll go through this one, and then we'll take another break. And again, while we're going through these, we haven't gone to any of Tofi's Android tips. We'll go through these in, in the second hour, along with so much other stuff in here. But eSIM compatible. This is a really great advancement in technology. And again, Apple started this, and then Samsung and Motorola, some of the others have started adding it on. But explain eSIM. Uh, embedded SIM is the acronym there, and it's... Yeah, that's what the E stands for, yeah. embedded. embedded. I had to yeah. look it up. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. I thought it was electronic for a long time. Yeah, I, I assumed that too. Yeah. Um, the, the technology is long overdue, in my opinion, just with how long we've been using physical SIMs, mm-hmm. whether that be the standard SIM or the micro or the nano. Yeah. Um, it allows the phones to, be, uh, to have a, a little bit of a better connection to the network, and I've done that with testing on a few networks personally. Mm-hmm. My phone's using eSIM. Um, Apple was the first major carrier to bring it to Canada, right? We found that they were, uh, a lot of manufacturers use the dual SIM technology where you just have two SIM card slots. On Android phones, on, exactly. yes. And this, was, this brought the ability to have two, two phone lines on one phone. Mm-hmm. See Apple, and you've seen Google and Samsung and Motorola adopt the technology recently as well. It's pretty it's, cool. It's really handy if you're going traveling because mm-hmm. then you just scan the barcode from the provider of the second phone number in country X. Yep. And then you have a second phone number. Yep. So you don't have to cancel, you don't have to take out and cut you off from all your family and friends that have your Victoria number. You've just got a second phone number. And there are switches that let you determine what you want each number to do or not do. Like yeah. Not use any data on my Canadian number. Now do this. And speaking of which, um, a friend sent me this, one of my buddies at Microsoft, 
And I haven't tried it yet, but I looked at the fine print. This should work. This is item number 22 in the Tech Talk show notes. And I also pasted it into the travel tech tips in our show notes. If you're going to the U.S. and you have a smartphone that's eSIM capable, you can get, Brian, listen to this, free calling and texting plus 100 gigabytes of 5G or 4G data, good for 30 days. Free. It's part of Verizon's test drive program. Wow. They've set it up so you will think, they. you will hopefully be impressed because you have to have both numbers active. So -hmm. then you can compare the coverage by seeing the bars between Verizon and the competition in the U.S. No way. That's cool. That's impressive. Yeah. So you keep your current number, you add a Verizon second number via an eSIM barcode for free so you can compare their coverage. Now, the fine print, the only thing I could find, you have to be in the U.S. to use it, so it won't work in Canada. Right. And you can only take advantage of this free 30-day test drive once every 12 months. Not every calendar year, every 12 months. So if you do it in November of 2022, you can't do it again till December of 2023. Yep. But if you're going to go down for a couple weeks, things like that. So when we go down to Florida in a couple weeks, going to try this. We'll, we'll yeah, try that. Yeah, cool. Let yeah. us know. Yeah, see how that works. But again, that's linked. The details and the instructions on how to activate it are item number 22 in the Tech Talk show notes. Phenomenal. Okay, quick break and back with more. When we come back, we'll get into a couple more things on buying smartphones. How loud is the speaker? Should you buy it outright or on a carrier plan? Oh, boy. And <laughs> Do I need 5G? And should I buy a case or screen protector? Welcome back to Tech Talk. Tofi had an important point when we were talking about eSIM. If you're going to use it, like if you're going to the U.S. and you want to take advantage of that Verizon or whatever other deal. Yeah, just make sure you got an internet connection. Typically, the the phone will need to connect to the server. Mm -hmm. And to do so, to give you cellular network connection, you'll just need a little bit of internet connection to begin with. Okay, so if you're going to use that Verizon deal, for example, you would use the airport Wi-Fi to do that, Mm -hmm. or if you're staying at a hotel or an Airbnb or whatever, you would use theirs. It's not a privacy issue for this one. This is just to connect to the server to enable your new phone number to say, oh, he's there now, and he's got this. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Some of the carriers let you pick the phone number, the last four digits, others, they will just assign one to you. If you get to pick... Please do not pick the last four digits the same as your current phone number in Canada. Because when you go to use that service to authenticate with Amazon or your bank or whatever, when they go to need to authenticate with you, they say, we can send a text code to a number that ends at 5926 or to a number that ends in 5926. (laughs) And you don't know which is which. So always please pick different digits. Yep. That's why if you are keeping your home number and you're about to get your first smartphone, same rule. Yeah. Tofi, you taught me that a long time ago. Please, when you go to wherever to get your first smartphone number, don't pick the same last four digits. People do because they, oh, because it's easy to remember. And I go, yeah, but now you're going to run into this problem. For security, companies that are going to text you codes are only going to give you the last four digits yeah, to tell you where they're going to text it. They'll always start out the first six, right? Yeah. There you go. Okay, so much more. So, uh, how loud is the speaker on a smartphone? This is a question that a lot of people don't ask, Tofi. I know you always check it with people before they buy it. When you were working at Shaw Mobile, you did that. But especially if your hearing isn't as great as you wish it was, this is an important question. Yeah, a lot of of people like using speakerphone, especially when they're on the phone to make a call. 
having a phone with a loudspeaker allows you to just comfortably make a call without needing to have it up to your ear the entire time. And this isn't one of those things, Brian, that is universal. Some cheaper phones have a louder speaker. Sure. Yeah. Some more expensive phones have a louder speaker. So if that's an issue for you, before you buy the phone, get the person that's helping you choose it, get them to phone you on it and put it on speakerphone in the store and see if you can hear the call clearly. Yeah, absolutely. If not, if not, say, oh, that's hard for me to hear. Do you have a different phone that's got a louder speaker? And they may not have even, in some cases, they may not have thought of this factor. This is, this is Tofi. This is why these tips are here. Yeah. You did point out that if a phone has stereo speakers... You'll get better quality out of it, especially if you like listening to like the radio show yeah. or watching a video on YouTube, having the ability to have a stereo speaker system where you'll, you'll actually have noise firing out of the earpiece yeah. and the bottom firing And so, speaker. therefore, two speakers, so, therefore, potentially potentially also louder. Mm -hmm. Hadn't really thought of that one yeah. there. Okay, we're going to save these other three for the second half, and then we'll get into your Android tips as well, whether or not to buy outright or on a carrier plan. And that ties into Black Friday. Yes. We've already got some really good um, prices coming now from the carriers. They've been all looking at each other, trying to decide who's going to do what, and I'm happy to report that they've played a bit of an up, one-upsmanship. So you can get some really good deals already. You don't even have to wait to Black Friday. I've put them into the show notes under the Black Friday tab, but we'll go through some of those it's exciting. as well. We'll update you on the Shaw Rogers soap opera, and we'll go through our words of the year and the new... We're not going to go through all 500 words added to the Scrabble dictionary. <laughs> when we continue, stay with us. Hour number two after the news. Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. It's the second half of our World Cup opening weekend, Grey Cup weekend edition of Tech Talk. If you're just tuning in, we're live with you on Saturday, November 19th of 2022. Sunday afternoon, the 20th, is a rebroadcast. And if you missed the first half, this would be probably one of the ones, if I would humbly suggest you would want to hear the first half if you missed it, because Tofi Haruk is in studio with us. Many of you have met Tofi in his time at Shaw at Mayfair. He's now working with business internet clients, but that's freed up some of his time so he can now be a smartphone and smartwatch tech tutor. Thanks for having me, Alan. I appreciate it. And Tofi has made up, uh, not made up, that sounds like, <laughs> has created <laughs> a, a list of smartphone buying tips, which are in the show notes, item number 11 and 12. He's got two things that he's made up for us here. Eleven is the top ten Android tips that we'll get to, but we're working our way through the list of top ten smartphone buying tips, and it's linked in the show notes there, and we're working our way through that. So if you are in the market for a smartphone and you didn't hear the first half, I encourage you to go and listen to the podcast later and also download, print out, look at his smartphone buying tips there. We've got lots more to come as we work our way through this second hour, but I'm going to go right back to the phone lines and Doreen. Hi, Doreen. Oh, hi, Alan. How are you today? Excellent. How's it going? It's going okay. I have a few issues, but I'll only deal with one today and not take up too much time. Oh, no problem. So, if the issues are common to everybody, let's see what we can do. But what's the first one? Okay. The first one is, well, I did get that offer from Shaw. I think it's a little bit more money than what I'm paying currently on my two-year plan. Now, first of all... Ah, this is for people just tuning in. This is Shaw has added Disney Plus to the home menu and is also offering free access for a period to subscribers who are on Fiber uh, Gig or Fiber 1.5 subscribers. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. see, I, I didn't upgrade my... my, my um... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Your What's speed? Okay. Well, no, my speed is good, my, my equipment. 
And so I know I need to do that. So I haven't done that yet. And so anyways, it looks like it's about $5 more. But the question I have is... Well, that's what they're saying right now. I would go in and stop. And I, um, now that Tofi has moved on, one of, the, one of the people that we love dealing with at Shot Mayfair, her name is Cassandra. 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 She's there on Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays full-time right now, and then uh, I think uh, Thursdays and Fridays half-time because she's going to become a nurse, so yay. So thank her for volunteering for that big role when she gets there. But yeah, go in and she'll check and see anybody else. You can also use the text feature on the Shaw website, but it's so much better to go in and see them in person. They'll look at your contract and see if they can get you on a new two-year value plan and try and get the bill down, not up. And that would also then give you that up to a year's free access. If you're a brand new two-year value plan subscriber, my understanding is you get two years' worth of Disney+. Plus. So that's a substantial saving. Yeah, yeah, no, and I was wanting Disney Plus, too. Yeah, so that would give you new equipment that would hopefully keep your bill the same or maybe down a bit, and it would give you the Disney+. Plus. Okay. All right. So that's that question. The other one is, is there somewhere else where there is sound on my computer? Um, I've got my speakers at 100%. However, when I play some music or something, uh, it goes down to a, it's like quiet. It's not as loud. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. Okay. When you play music, uh, Doreen, what app plays the music for you? It's an email I get from my ukulele uh, teacher. Yep, and then when you click on the link, it plays. Now, so it's like saying, what can opener do you use to open the soup? And the reason we ask this is this is one of those idiosyncrasies with Windows. Windows has its master volume control down, down in the bottom right. Yeah. But... Some apps have their own volume control, so even though you have your Windows speaker volume control all the way up, like oh. iTunes has its own volume control up on the top left, and it basically says, I'm in charge. I'm overriding <laughs> what you've done. Mm-hmm. So when you go to play your ukulele audio, look for a volume slider, and maybe that's different from your Windows volume. Some. Oh. Some talk to Windows, and they say, oh, it's just a different way of adjusting the same slider. Others do not talk, and they go, no, I'm putting it at 20%, so there. And then you have to drag the volume slider, like in iTunes. You have to drag the volume slider in iTunes. I drag it all the way up to the top, and then, Brian, my Windows volume. Yeah, then that's the primary one that you work with. It usually works to set one of them at full volume so that you have full control with the other one. If you're halfway on one then you're having to alter them both yeah. when you want to increase the volume. Okay, so yeah, this comes through from my teacher as a PDF. Okay, but that wouldn't a PDF wouldn't have any sound. A PDF stands for Portable Document Format, and that would be a document. But oh. the actual sound, unless unless a link is embedded in the PDF document, mm-hmm. Tofi, the, the teacher may have said, here are the words, mm-hmm. and click here to hear the music. Yeah, that could be a possibility. But then when you click there just like anything else, it's going to open up in the default player in Windows is Groove Music. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might add iTunes. I think I might have added iTunes for you, Doreen. It could be VLC, a video player. It could huh. be... Well, it might even just be a link. 
and yeah. you're you're just streaming it off one of the the services. Yeah, you yeah. might like be- I see it here. It's all it is at a hundred percent. When when I go to his music thing there, I don't know what you call it. Yeah, so that's it. When you click the link, is it taking you to a website? Is it playing it off a website? I don't think so. Um, so what are you seeing on the screen when you go to play the 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 track? I see. Okay, there's a title called My Music, and then there's an album. Because uh, it's songs, artists, albums, and it's albums is highlighted and underlined. Okay, so Sounds now approved. look down at the very bottom of the screen where you have yeah. your big icons on the left. Big icons on the left? Yes. One of them okay. will be highlighted, and that's your music player. Which one is it? What does it look like? It's at the... It says stream millions of songs for free. Okay, so it's going to be a streaming website. Yeah, Spotify or something. Spotify. I don't know what, that what color? What what color is it? It's kind of pink. Nope. No. Spotify's green. Spotify's green. <laughs> iTunes. So iTunes or... is a musical note. Okay. Maybe Apple Music I, or Deezer. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay. I tell you what. That's a good question. But and do you see a volume control on the screen, unrelated to your tiny speaker volume down in the bottom right? Yes. Yes, there is. It's, uh, it's, it's blue, and it's at. At maximum, it shows 100%. Okay. So mm. then click on your little speaker in the bottom right corner of the screen. The little tiny speaker icon. Uh, you might have to push the little arrow to expand the uh, the tray yeah. there. I'll push a little arrow? No, she's on 10, so she will have all her icons visible. Okay, I oh, see oh. three dots at the very right. No, this is the very bottom of the screen in the bottom right area where you have your little tiny icons. Oh, on my... Yeah, on your taskbar, bottom right. Where the clock yeah, is. Okay, one, of, one of them will be a speaker. Yeah, it says speakers, high-definition audio yeah. service, and it's 100%. Okay, so it's not that. Now, you've got oh. physical separate speakers as well with their own volume control knob, right? Uh, no, I don't. Don't your speakers have a volume control knob? I, I only have the laptop. I don't have any... Oh, speakers. I'm sorry. I thought you had speakers plugged into oh. it. No. Okay, that's why the issue. Laptops notoriously, Tofi, have really low volume and Quiet crappy sound. Speakers. Yeah, well, but yeah, something still seems up. Yeah, there she, is something. She should up. be able to get it at a higher volume. Is there well, a, some an, streaming an alternate sites. sound card or something? Like if you yeah. click on the 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 audio option yeah. there. I I tell you what. Um, send me a text, Doreen, and because you don't live far, um, I'll stop by on the way home, and we'll see if we can figure it out. You've got me curious on the pink icon to see what that one is. But you see how this stuff drives people crazy? Doreen is really bright, but there's these myriad of different things that can affect the volume. So it's always good to know where your volume settings are. Some websites stream at a lower volume Mm -hmm. than others. Like Spotify, one of the things about Spotify, it pumps the stuff out at quite a high volume. Mm-hmm. So then you go to some other website, and it's like, who turned down the volume? Yeah, It's just sure. the technology they use, and, and laptops are notorious. So what I'll probably do is I've got a spare set of speakers in the car. We'll plug them into the headphone jack, and then she'll be getting way better quality as well mm-hmm. as the sound. So that's that one. Okay. Leo, uh, hang in there. We'll take a quick break and come back with more, and we'll work our way through the rest of Tofi's smartphone buying tips and then get into his Android tips. 17 after the hour, hour number two of Tech Talk with Alan and Tofi and Brian. Ron Fraser will be here, retired London Drugs tech manager, to help us with our Black Friday stuff next weekend. But because Black Friday is the day before our show next weekend, then we will be updating throughout this coming week the best Black Friday deals 
so you can go through and get them in advance and not find out that they are sold out. Back to the phone lines in Leo. Hi, Leo. Hey, how are you guys doing today? Excellent, thanks. Busy day. How about you? Oh, yeah, I'm always busy. That's how I live my life. <laughs> Keeps you out of trouble. Yes, exactly. So I've made the decision to buy a uh, an Apple Watch. I have all Apple products. Uh, I've got the uh, 10R phone and an iPad and home computer. Everything's Apple. Yep. Anyways, so my, I have two questions. Uh, uh, which version is probably the best suited for me? And secondly, is it worth it to get one with GPS and cellular? I'm so glad Tophie's here for this one. That's a great question. Depending on what you're, what you think you'll be doing um, when you leave the house, if you ever envision yourself wanting to keep the phone at home and you would rather just be able to make your calls and answer your text messages with just the watch, definitely go GPS and cellular. I'm someone who is always going to keep my phone on me. So whether I have the GPS and cellular version or the, just the Bluetooth version um, isn't really a preference. I went with the Bluetooth just to save some money, to yeah. be honest with you. It's very much a preference, uh, Leo, and so you can see that clear difference. I have a lot of clients that love to go out for uh, a run or a walk around the neighborhood or just run down to the store to do an errand, mm-hmm. and they don't want, and again, this is sexist, but mostly women who don't have a pocket for their phone, they don't want to take their purse so they'll just go out with the Apple Watch with GPS and cellular because then they can pay with it. They can make a phone call, yep. make a tech, even listen to their music if they want to. But that does cost you extra. So that's, yeah, the answer is totally up to you, whatever you would find more useful. How much does that add to the cost, Sophie? Typically, it's about 150 to $180 before okay. tax, right? And then you would need to add that on to your carrier plan for your yep. iPhone. Yep. And some of them do it for free. Some of them do it for $5 a month or 10 Yep. The one problem right now, and this is one of the reasons why Roger's Shaw thing, Shaw does not support Apple Watch currently. Exactly. So when that changes, when the ownership, when that bun fight is sorted out, then that will, that will work as well because you'll be on a new carrier for there. Yeah, we know the network can handle it because Freedom supports it, but, but just, Shaw, just a matter of yeah. implementation, yeah. And now the other one was which model to get, Leo. What would you yeah. tell? What would you tell Leo there? I personally have the uh, the larger model, just because I like the screen size. The if you go with the standard seven or even the SE, great great options. Um, I decided to not go with the SE just because I like my watch to always be on. Mm-hmm. So having an always on display, if that's important to you, go for the main model. Yep. If having your screen watch on all the time isn't something that's important to you, the SE is definitely the way to go. And Brian, this watch. is one of the things that when Apple first came out with the Apple Watch, I thought was really great. Rather than having men's and women's, mm-hmm. larger and smaller, mm-hmm. yeah. no, they just had larger and smaller. It doesn't matter whether you're male or female. Yeah, ge- yeah putting gender to it is... Yeah. Uh, I'm glad we're moving away from that. Now, Series 8, Series 7, Series 6. The big difference in price, and again, like smartphones, big improvements in their their capability. Should he spend the money to go for a Series 8 or save the money and get a Series 6 or 7? I think uh, the differences between the generations physically... Um, when you look at them, isn't too big, but yeah. when it comes to like battery life and how long they're lasting on your watch, on exactly. your wrist, that's those are the big differences there. If you can get your hands on a Series Six or Seven, I definitely don't think you'd uh, be upset with that purchase, though. But if you can afford the Eight, especially Brian, if they go on for Black Friday, yes. Don't know. I didn't think they were going to, but yeah. 
in the U.S., they have. So stay tuned. We'll put those into the show notes if anybody's going to do discounts on those. Uh, so two points there. Apple has sent out an email saying that there's going to be uh, a gift certificate back on certain items. Uh, so l- look at, uh, check that out. But it's yep. only for the four days around Black Friday. Um, and the other thing is if you're going with the SE model, remember that you don't get blood oxygen or ECG settings on your iPhone, uh, so your Apple Watch. Your watch. And, that, and that's what a lot of people are going to want that for. Or yep. temperature. Yep. Temperature. You yep. can do body temperature tracking yep. as well, but not on the SE. If you want to get a smartphone watch, whether it's an Apple Watch or an Android, Tofi's contact info is in the show notes. Feel free to reach out to him, not just to get it set up, but just to get him to guide you through the kind of questions he's been asking Leo here. That's exactly what he's going to do for smartphones and smartwatches. So feel free. You'll find his contact info, his picture, and his phone number is uh, and his email address is, is all there for you. But that's a really good question. Yeah, so what Apple, it sounds like they're going to do, Tofi, again, this year is they're going to offer Apple gift cards uh, on purchases made directly through the Apple store. Right. So the question is, and this comes back to one of the items in our show notes uh, here on Tofi's uh, smartphone buying tips. This is the probably the biggest one that's going to affect your wallet. Item number 10, buy outright or on a carrier plan. Yeah, I decided that it really depended on what kind of plan you had. If you had a really good plan, try to take advantage of getting a phone discount outright or buying the phone outright on a discount. Mm-hmm. Um, timing is key, especially if you're getting you're taking advantage of a Black Friday or Boxing Week promotion. Yes, you'll get a really good deal through one of the carriers to sign up on a two-year term and to finance the phone accordingly. It's pretty great. And and people say, Ryan, they say, well, I, I've got a thirty-dollar a month plan that I'm really happy with. So mm-hmm. if I buy it through the carrier that's going to be a $70 a month plan. So that makes no sense. And I go, well, wait, okay, so that's $40 a month more. Okay. Y- yes. And you go, yes, okay, but right now you're on a one gigabyte plan. So when you go on the $70 a month plan, mm-hmm. they're going to give you a $300 gift card. Yep. And the phone's going to be, for example, we don't know the numbers yet, we're yeah. waiting, let's say $350 off. Mm-hmm. So that's a $650 saving. Plus you're now getting 10 gigs a month, so hey Siri, calculate six hundred and fifty divided by twenty-four. The answer is approximately twenty-seven point zero eight three three. Okay, so you're saving twenty-seven dollars a month. Your plan has gone from thirty to seventy, so you're paying thirteen dollars or more a month, but you're getting a brand new phone, yep. and you're getting all that data. So you really have to do the numbers on the back of a piece of paper to figure out if it's worth it. Yeah, but but your your advice in there in that item number 10 is really good during seasonal promotions, you know, especially when they're tied into a retailer. Mm-hmm. And the gift cards one come and we can tell you about it right now. I put it into the show notes. iPhone 13 get a $300 gift card and a substantial savings on the iPhone price. The saving amount varies from carrier to carrier and it varies widely from carrier to carrier so far this year. They will try and match each other if you ask. So if you really want to be on TELUS or Bell or Rogers or whatever, mm-hmm. you can ask. We don't yet know what Shaw's going to do. They haven't revealed what they're going to be doing for Black Friday. So there's an example. iPhone 13 Pro, mm-hmm. because it's more in demand, the gift card is only, air quotes, $150. But again, a substantial saving on the iPhone price. Right. When Ricky was with us last weekend, he's did not expect there would be any deals on iPhone 14 models yeah. because they're in such demand. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, Best Buy offered a $100 gift card. And so London Drugs has matched that. 
Yeah. Okay. So we'll see if these cards go up in value between now and Black Friday because they're all trying to steal market share from the other. And if they do, then if yeah. you bought one with a $100 gift card and let's say one of the stores comes out with 150 you just take your receipt back after Black Friday and they'll give you the additional $50 gift card. So that's really, those are the kind of deals that Tofi's mentioning mm-hmm. that you can sit there, do the math and figure it out, divide by 24 and see how much more. Yeah, the competition is fierce now with Amazon selling Apple here and then being able to buy directly from Apple too. Yes. Big game changer. While we're speaking of Black Friday deals, I have a text here that ties into one of these deals here. Where did it go? Okay, so here we go. From Penny. I'm looking for a good pair of wireless earphones. I have a Samsung Galaxy S22. A good price would be even better. Where should I look? If you were wanting to stay with the uh, Samsung family... Um, preferentially, um, if you're looking for like a in-ear silicone solution, I'd go Galaxy Buds Plus. Mm-hmm. A- another type of headphone that Samsung offers, um, a great option actually, is the Buds Live. Similar to the original AirPods, mm-hmm. where they just sit in the ear canal. They don't actually go into your eardrum with a silicone tip, but they're, mm-hmm. they're more comfortable. They kind of just sit and they're sleek. Buds Live, huge recommendation. They're great. But don't buy them now. Wait, Wait just a few days yep. because they will almost assuredly go on sale at one or more retailers. But, Brian, even though she's got an Ale- Galaxy S22, there's another option. Yes, you can use the AirPods with your Galaxy. I did that for, for quite a while. There's basically all the functionalities there. There's a few other things, like you won't be able to view your, your battery life. Mm-hmm. on your. Whereas on the iPhone, it automatically will show you that how much battery even each AirPod has. And I'm happy to report that you can get a great Black Friday deal now on the AirPods Pro, the brand new second generation. $300, save $30 at London Drug Stores and online. Other stores will match if you want to buy them somewhere else. That's encouraging. Now, that's the AirPods Pro. Mm -hmm. Maybe for Black Friday, somebody will offer a bigger discount. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. They'll also probably put the AirPods non-Pro models, the cheaper ones, the on sale. They're more likely they to go They almost sale. always come up, mm-hmm. yes. Speaking of this one, this one caught me off guard. I did not see this coming, but happy to report. Apple has come out with their new 10th generation iPad at $600, but because of the big price jump, $150, they are continuing to sell the brand new Apple 9th gen, the 2021 model. And it is on sale at Best Buy. You can get your Black Friday price now for $50 off, $380. Steal. So if you can't justify the $600 price, you don't need the slightly larger screen, even though the size is almost the same because they moved the home button to the edge. There you go. The Apple 9th Gen, $380. Fifty dollars off at Best Buy stores and online. Do not leave that one because there's not a lot of stock. Right. If you wanted to buy it in another retailer, they will match that price as long as Best Buy has stock. So do that one. So there's that one. A couple other things that I put. You were talking about uh, wireless headphones. If you want over-the-ear mm-hmm. noise-canceling wireless headphones. Um, there's another great Black Friday deal now, and these are all listed in the show notes. Sony's um, top-of-the-line model, $130. That's $120 off. They're normally $250. Oh. They're on for $130. Till Those November. are excellent. Yeah. They sound phenomenal. That's at Best Buy stores and online. And again, if it's more convenient or if you prefer to shop somewhere else, they will match price. That and others are all in the Tech Talk show notes. Stay with us back after a news update. Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. 
Welcome back as we roll on in a very busy show for our World Cup and Grey Cup weekend. Speaking of which, homework videos, been a busy week, didn't get a lot to do in there, but thank you for the ones. Do you recognize this music? If you're a soccer fan, you soon will. It's the official theme music for the FIFA 2022 World Cup. That video, the video that goes with it, number 40 in your Tech Talk show notes. That's nice. They did a really nice job with that. Didn't give any credit to the musicians or who it is that did it, Brian, but it's a really nice theme. We're going to be hearing it a lot over the next 29 days for people that are... Soccer keeps saying football. We should we should yes. say we should not say soccer. We should say football. Football. It just confuses people with the other game going. Oh yeah. By the way, um, trivia stuff here. Uh, perspective guides everything we do. I thought you'd be interested in this. See if I can pronounce this correct. Up in Alaska, in Utqiagvik, the town formerly known as Barrow. Okay. The sun will rise at twelve forty p.m. today. Mm-hmm. And it will set just 63 minutes later. That <laughs> wow. will be the last time they see the sun this year. The Oof. next sunrise in Utquiakvik will be on January 23rd, 2023, after 1,584 hours of darkness. Wow. So, yes, our days are short, Tofi, but yeah. <laughs> not as short as that. I'm always complaining about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> and so there's also your, um, your language lesson. Barrow, Alaska is now Utquiakvik. Yeah, load up on the vitamin D over there, guys. <laughs> yeah, there we go. definitely. Uh, one other homework uh, video here. Did you stay up late this past Tuesday night to watch History Being Made? Video number 42 is a three-minute recap of what happened at Cape Canaveral. On behalf of all the men and women across our great nation who have worked to bring this hardware together to make this day possible, at this time, I give you a go to resume count and launch Artemis 1. Four-stage engine start. Three, two, one, boosters and ignition. And liftoff of Artemis One. We rise together back to the moon and beyond. That was awesome. That was absolutely amazing. It was like 11.40 at night, our time. I had goosebumps. I I was watching that. I had a friend who was down in Miami. He texted me. He said, we can see it. We can hear it. They're in Miami. This was Cape Canaveral. 8.8 million pounds of thrust. And what you may not have realized, you probably saw it on the news, but if you saw those giant booster tanks on the side of the SLS, yep. those are from the space shuttle. Oh, okay. They just retrofitted them and added all the new technology and then added the massive new one in the middle there. So, wow. The Orion capsule is exceeding expectations in deep space. It remains on target to skim the moon's surface at a height of just 130 kilometers. If you want to set your clocks... 4.44 a.m. our time on Monday. So doing this. And what's such a big deal about this is on its way back, it's going to do a slingshot, Tofi, mm-hmm. and it's going to go out into deep space to test the radiation levels. Unreal. There's no humans on board Orion. They have munikins instead of mannequins, munikins in the seats. <laughs> That's what they're calling them. And they have radiation sensors. Oh, munikins. Yeah. Hopefully... That the radiation sensors will detect that it would be okay for humans to go on that slingshot. We've never gone that deep into space before, so they're going to test that and see if they're going to fry or not. <laughs> That's Very fascinating. Cool. And then on the way back, 
the way they get the capsule back is also using a different trajectory that will heat the surface of the cattle, the heat shield, up to 5,000 degrees Celsius. Wow. That's phenomenal. So... I put a link into the show notes because I thought this would be cool. If you click the second link in item number 23, you can actually track Orion right now where it is on its way to the moon, and you can fly around it and look at it and see the trajectory. So there you go, that one. Um, one other homework video. This I had to do some homework on this one because I didn't believe it. If you like classical music, especially the music of Chopin, I think you'll be amazed by video number 43. you're just hearing it you can't see it but Chopin's Nocturne in C sharp minor being played by get this six year old Elysi Meissen yes six years old he's a Russian piano prodigy he's now 10 the video that I put in the show notes is from 2018 I never heard of him but he's been playing the piano since he was three by age eight, he was able to perform Mozart's Concerto Number no. 3 in D Major, which is really hard. Now at age 10, he's a composer and a child actor, as well as an award-winning pianist. He has his own YouTube channel, Brian, where he has 190,000 subscribers. He's doing all right. <laughs> wow. They had to make a special piano, um, um, what do you call the box that you sit on to play a piano bench, but it's got oh, a different, oh, it's got a different oh, name. Forgot, yeah. And a special keys for the pedals so they could raise them up because he's only six in this video. Oh, his fingers reaching those keys is even kind of amazing. Yeah, yeah. but he's got, the, he's got the touch, so. I was yeah. going to say, if the listeners could see the elegance he's, he has right now. Yeah, that's from Russian TV. Go watch it. Again, it's, it's uh, video number 43. Again, his name is spelled, if you just want to look it up on YouTube, Elisey Meisen, E-L-I-S-E-Y, last name Meisen, M-Y-S-I-N. Thank you to Monica for sending me that one. Okay, Tofi, let's get back to the uh, the big one here when it, it. when it comes to um, last couple tips for buying a smartphone. Do I need 5G? That's a great question. In Canada, um, we've actually had quite a few advancements in 5G, thankfully. Um, we haven't had the ultra-wideband network enabled yet, but a lot of the phones, especially on the Android side, in the mid-range have implemented 5G. If we're talking Apple, their implementation's a little bit stronger yep. in terms of like how, how the actual 5G is working. But if somebody's going to buy a new smartphone or maybe their first smartphone, should they spend the extra money to get a 5G model? I would. Typically, just to future-proof yourself, doing so doesn't allows you to not have to worry about buying a new phone for a yeah. few years. Typically, um, if you're not somebody who spends a lot of time on your phone, it's not something you really need to stress yeah. about. The LTE network here is pretty phenomenal. Yeah, that's the key. The answer would be different if you were listening to us in the United States. Mm-hmm. The difference between 4G and 5G is phenomenal in the U.S. You're getting from speeds of 40, 50 megs. You're getting up to a thousand. instantly with a 5G. In Canada, our 4G LTE, which you'll see on your phone up in the corner and many of you, LTE stands for long-term evolution. It's like 4G on steroids. We're already getting 400, 500, 600 on that. So 5G is, oh, nice, but not really critical. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, if you do a lot of work on your phone or if you do a lot of interactive gaming or if you spend a lot of time in locations where the Wi-Fi is slow, weak, or non-existent, then yeah, pay a little extra for 5G. Yeah. 
Okay. Cool. One last one here that Tofi's put together in his smartphone buying tips. And again, these are linked in the show notes. Should I buy a case and a screen protector? Brian, we've had many debates on this show yes. over the years on this. I want to see what Tofi thinks. I'd say always go for the case. Always. Typically, the uh, having a case will just allow you to have a comfort level in dropping the device if that were ever to be a scenario. Um, you'll have the raised bezels on the cases that'll prevent it from ever falling directly on the screen or the camera. Yep. Um, screen protector is a tough one. Um, the biggest the asset that comes with having a screen protector is scratch resistance, in my opinion. So just mm-hmm. protecting your phone from getting scratches from like a key set or something like that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the uh, screen protector, or a lot of the phones now, have such good reinforcement with the glasses they have. Gorilla glass. Gorilla glass, exactly. Um, You're not finding too much protection, additional protection there. Yeah, And it costs a lot of money. If you're going to get one, at least get a glass one and pay to have it installed by somebody who knows what they're doing at the place where you buy it, whether that's when you buy it with the phone or whether you go to, you know, a London Drugs or a Best Buy or wherever. Pay to get them to put a glass one in. If you have tile floors in your house, a lot of hardwood, things like that, or you work in a place that has a concrete floor, then, you know, warehouse, something like that, then, yeah, maybe. It's still, it won't, on a a flat surface, the screen won't hit unless you blast the corner super hard. It's those raised points, like when I drop mine on a rock at the beach, and the rock just hit right in the middle of the screen. Yeah. Yeah. The the other alternative is doing something like Apple Care, where you can just, you can get And understand that even the best screen protector, even if you get one of these $80 ones and get somebody who's really good at installing no bubbles, it's going to reduce the touch performance and the screen image quality. Always. So, understand you you are doing that. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like it's like putting on glasses if you don't need glasses. I love the glasses protection of wearing glasses when I'm doing anything with wind or anything like that. It protects my eyes from dust and wind. But okay, yeah. but my my vision in my case I need glasses, so the trade off is kinda of worth it. I can see now. Yeah. But on a phone, you are dumbing it down in a sense by using a screen protection. Yeah, Samsung takes that into account too. They have a touch sensitivity setting yeah. on their phones. That- there you go. So that's really valuable stuff. So thank you. Um, you have an email there um, of, from a lady, lady man. I didn't, I didn't yeah. see that about about scanning slides. Yeah, and um, we have some good news for you. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. It's from Scott. Um, I've been searching show notes for your reference to a local company that was recommended for converting old slides to a film to film, and I'm have I'm not having any luck. Help. And we so, put it into the show notes. Yeah. Uh, I found it, and I've actually updated it because the answer, Brian, is different from what we were doing last time. We were saying um, sli- slides are really expensive to get scanned. Yep. Happy to report. Yeah, in section uh, section or actually number twenty two in the sh- uh, twenty seven in the show notes. Sorry, there, guys. Yep. Um, you can go to Photo Scan Box. They're pretty great. We also have London Drugs as an option. Yep. This is it. That's what they call it. And so London Drugs, Photo Lab, you, they give you a box. You mm-hmm. take it home. You put up to 80 slides in it. For $100. Yep. And they give them back to you on a USB stick at high resolution. Yeah. If you have 100 slides or some number above 80, mm-hmm. then it's a dollar a slide above 80. To do the, so 80 for the first, so $100 for the first 80, and then just a dollar a slide after that. Yeah, they'll put that on a USB stick for you. It's pretty yeah. cool. This is a companion to their photo scan box, which they will do up to 800 photos onto a USB stick for $180. And if you're wondering why the difference, photos are much easier to scan 
much faster to scan because they're larger. Mm -hmm. They have to take that little tiny slide and they have to uh, use air dust to make to air spray to get the dust off it. Then they have to scan it. It takes like three minutes per. So they have a set. Of, they have a row of machines where they put slide one here, slide two, slide three, slide four, and it takes about three minutes per slide. Yep. And then they go into your file and onto your USB stick. So that's why it's so much more expensive. But that's still a really good price, hundred bucks. So what you might want to do is instead of giving them a box of slides like your little yellow box of slides. Go through them and pick the ones you really want. You really like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Do that. But that's really good. So thank you, Scott, for that one there. That's item 27 in the show notes. Just above that, a couple other things I'll just mention in, in passing. Twicket, Ticketmaster has been forced to postpone the public online sale of tickets for Taylor Swift's upcoming Eris World Tour after unprecedented demand during her verified fans' pre-sale almost crashed the site. She was not happy. Uh, you know that you've got a big problem if you're Ticketmaster and your number one person, Taylor Swift, says she is, in her words, pissed off. And she found it excruciating to see her fans not being able to get the tickets. Yep. Ticketmaster has apologized, explained what happened. They put a graph in there that showed the demand. She would have to do 900 shows yep. in order to fulfill the demand. So Ticketmaster says, we've never in our life seen anything that comes close to this demand. It almost crashed the entire system. Wow. So yes, there's a lot of finger pointing and people in Congress are saying that Live Nation has a monopoly and all this. So stay tuned. They're working on finding a way to do this in the next few days without crashing the system to make it fair. And the thing that impressed me was everybody who did get a ticket, the two million people that got a ticket of the presale, they were all real people. No bots. Good. That's, That's why they put in this verified system where they text you a code and you have to put the code in within two minutes. No bots got through. And the other interesting thing was, um, because they were fans, they were wondering how many people would try and resell them right away. And yes, there are some, but the demand is somewhere around 5%. Only 5% of those tickets have been offered for resale. Normally, even with their best efforts to beat back the bots, it's 25 to 30% are resale. Wow. That's encouraging. So they've still got work to do, but yeah. that shows you that dropped a lot. And on the other hand, Twitter descending into chaos just as the social media platform heads into what's expected to be its heaviest traffic period in a long time. Yeah. I totally forgot about this. Yeah. With the World Cup, everyone will be doing that, so can it handle it? Yeah. Elon Musk has closed the company's offices until Monday to find out how many people are left because employees quit in droves in response to his ultimatum. He's also reinstated some controversial accounts, but says Alex Jones will remain banned. He's running a poll on what to do about Donald Trump. More yeah. on that is in item number 24. And I gave you a link to a video number 41. Author and marketing prof Scott Galloway provides a very concise, insightful analysis of Elon Musk in Twitter in a conversation with CNN's Christiana Monpour. He just nailed it. Cool. what's going on so it's, anyway it's crazy what's happening there i can't i just i haven't i don't know gong show i just have never seen such a gong show yeah yeah he's saying that it's probably worth 10 billion he paid 45 billion for it he calls it god complex anyway it's really well worth watching here and the last one i thought i'd mention um it's not really techie but i just found it really powerful robert clary remember the name nope you would probably remember the character he was a parisian jew who survived concentration camps as a youth and went on to star on Hogan's Heroes, oh. the 1960s sitcom set in a German prisoner of war camp during World War II. That's how he got back. 
he was on a sitcom making fun of the prisoner of war camps because he survived it. He's wow. just died at his home in Beverly Hills at the age of 96. Wow. The New York Times has a really memorable look back at his life, and it's linked in item number 26 in the show notes. Okay, quick break. Back with more. Ten minutes left in Tech Talk for our World Cup opening Grey Cup weekend. Brian, you've got a question and maybe an answer. <laughs> yes, uh, we had a caller earlier on in the show uh, ask if we could give some recommendations for the best underwater camera under $500. And uh, So th- my first question was, underwater camera or get an underwater housing for your smartphone, Tofi? Um, great question. Uh, it depends on what kind of housing you get for the phone. Uh, my concern would be, is would the manufacturing company, the housing... Mm-hmm. cover any damages that happen to your phone. Often not. Right? right. And if now you, you've got a $1,500 phone. Not everybody, but a lot of people, yes. Yeah. It's yeah. really tough. It's okay, scary. So it's probably better to go to an actual underwater camera. So the, you, the GoPros are probably one of the big go-to. There's, you know, there's, they're small, compact, uh, and you can get the underwater housing for them. You're, you're kissing that $500 um, price point, though. Um, if The newer ones, I think, are going for 400 and often those underwater cases are not cheap you're probably 100 150 dollars looking at sometimes but, you can get them bundled or we were talking about going back a model or two with the gopro you don't have to get yes. the series nine mm-hmm. for the hero nine you can go back and get an eight or a seven but her timing her him uh her her yep. her timing was perfect because we're heading into black friday week and tofi you just found one this is one of the things that's on my list to do homework for this coming week but tofi just found this gopro hero nine black waterproof 5k sports model how much, Tofi? It's on sale for three ninety nine ninety seven. There you go. Pretty mm, good. Pretty good. So there it is. There's the there's the latest model. It's got the waterproof housing. Yeah, for four hundred bucks. Yeah, Visions is also selling it for the same price too. So that's great. This is okay. where Black Friday people. One of the things I put into the show notes there is: please do not wait until Boxing Week. Think you're going to get better sales? No. With the last three years have proven Black Friday week, weekend, whatever is the big period. And that one is Black Friday price now. So whoever that person was that was calling, you don't have to wait. You can go and get it while they still have stock. Or what we recommend you do, frankly, with these deals is order online for in-store pickup. Yep. You've paid yeah. for it. You can go in in a week and a half. You can let all the Black Friday stuff. You don't have to worry about the crowds with COVID and the flu and everything. Yep. You've got the price. It's guaranteed. So you can go and pick it up whenever you want. As long as they'll hold it. I've seen some people... Well, like, you're paid for it. You pay oh, for it oh, online. Okay. Oh, so, as long as you oh, prepay. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's, the, that's the key. So that's one of the tips aside from all this. So I, w- I did do some research, though, and read a whole bunch of top tens from different diving blogs and things. Yep. And the budget alternative that seems to be a knockoff of the GoPro is the Acaso, A-K-A-S-O. Yep. Um, they do... Uh, bas- it's basically the same as a GoPro, and you can get it for... It looks like the price point starts at around $200, and then you can get the underwater housing for it. Yep. So... Uh, that would be worth looking into as well, but the GoPro does have the uh, the reputation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah there we go. That's a really good question. So this is why we don't always know the answers. We have to go and, and do some homework here. That's why it's so great having somebody like, like Tofi here. You know what we're not going to get to? You've done yeah. all this homework creating these um, these uh, Android tips, oh, and, I don't okay. want, and I don't want to blast through them. They're too good. So I tell you what, they are linked in the show notes. Yeah. And again, if apologies if you've never gone to show notes before, because I know many of you have a bookmarked and you look at it, it's part of your Saturday morning routine. Go to shownotes.ca, typed into the address bar of your browser, 
and that will link you to the OneNote page that we've been updating on the fly here. As we're live to you on Saturday morning on the 19th, uh, there is a big fire burning and it's broken out in downtown Victoria behind the Alpha Audi Alfa Romeo dealership. Lots of black oh. smoke, so that's oh, no. what the sirens are. So again, if you're listening to us Sunday or on the podcast, that's not now, but just because we don't have anybody in the newsroom here this uh, weekend. Our good buddy Steve has gone off to Hawaii for the weekend, so we'll be back, but that one's what's going on there. Okay, more texts here for you here. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, somebody pointed out that Photo Mine, M-Y-N-E app, scans slides, negatives, and multiple photos for free. It does a pretty good job, and that's true. There are a bunch of apps that will scan your images for free. You just point your phone at The problem is they do a pretty good job. And then when you actually go to look at them on the TV or you go to print them, it doesn't. Good job. Yeah. Whereas for the difference, if the reason you're doing it is probably because you want to do something with it. Yes. So there's a huge difference between pretty good and superb quality. Sure. So, yeah. the, the, the optical um, imaging you need to get to scan resolution out of something that's the size of a you know a negative or a slide you you just need some pro equipment a, a camera will get you a, a you know an yeah, and the camera's okay really good representation of it yeah. but you're not going to be able to do anything yeah. with that photo um, yeah. a couple quick things um, in the show notes here item number 1 under security and privacy if you have an iPhone or an iPhone or an iPad watch out for a new browser hijack scam i put a picture of it it says warning with a big triangle apple security breach two exclamation marks ios security crash two more exclamation marks transferring your personal data and pictures call apple support at this 1-800 number it's a scam They'll pretend to be Apple if you call them and ask you to give them remote access to your device so they can fix it. They'll want your credit card info to charge you $200 more. And if you don't pay, they will lock your device so you can't use it. Wow. No. Scary. Restart your iPhone. In most cases, that will make it go away. Also, I was over uh, helping a couple this week that got the message on the screen saying that the, uh, their computer was compromised. They were about to lose everything. Trojan spyware load error code. Access to this PC has been blocked. Call Windows support at this number. Yep. They called. Uh-oh. Let the guy into the computer. Fortunately, he figured out what was going on, and so while his wife called me, and I said, nope. Two things. Unplug the computer from the wall right now. Hang up the phone. Don't say anything. Just Fortunately, the weasel was a not a very good weasel, <laughs> so it only took about 15 minutes to clean out the, the software he'd planted. Did not okay. get any into their access. Please. Good. I've put notes in there. There's a printout you can print out, whether you have a Mac or Windows. Print it out. Post it on the wall by your computer, especially if there's multiple people using the computer. Never call a number on the screen of the phone. Yeah, we urge you. Yes, we'll be doing that. Um, there's a couple other things. There's lots more in the show notes. We'll be going over some of the security tips on Sunday at 2 p.m. at the Sydney North Sandwich Library branch. I'm doing a free workshop, the reopening of the Sydney Community Association, their first uh, in-person meeting since before the pandemic. It's in the Nell Horth room at the library. I stopped by Brian, and the room only holds 65 people. So it's free. You don't have to. You just show up. But I'm kind of concerned that we're going to get a huge crowd. So if you're going to drive out to Sydney to attend, please come early to ensure you don't get turned away if the room is full. The Sydney Community Association is already working on a date for an encore. So I'd love to meet you all, but I don't want you to come out and make the trip out and then discover that we are full. That's on Sunday. I tell you what, why don't we have you back sometime next month and we'll 
we'll go through the Android tips. And, and That's a great idea. Let's do it. Great to have you here. I appreciate that. So I miss seeing you. I miss seeing you at Shaw. I'm happy you're in your new job, but uh, I miss seeing you. I miss seeing you too. So, but you can find Cassandra and other colleagues at the Shaw Mayfair store. Nothing against the Shaw Uptown store. I just find that the Mayfair store, particularly in the wintertime, if there's a lineup, they'll take your number and text you when it's your turn, and you can go down to the food court or go buy something. Whereas at Uptown, you're just standing out in the rain doing that. So that's why we recommend <laughs> that one there. Okay, I think that's going to that's gonna be a wrap. Brian, we're going to, as we head into the World Cup, Canada in the World Cup for the first time since 1986. We will leave you with the official theme of Qatar. Not Qatar, we say, it's Qatar is how Americans say it, we say Qatar. Yeah. Brian, podcast time. Yep, let's get it up there. Thanks for being here, Tofi. Thanks for being here. Anytime. Find Tofi's uh, contact info, his email, and his phone, and his mugshot at shownotes.ca. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy the Great Cup and the start of the World Cup. And so it goes.